Hello and welcome everybody to episode 86 of the Ministry of Dice podcast. We're a UK-based podcast talking about all things Dice Masters in the United Kingdom. I'm Chris, otherwise known online as True Mr. Six, and with me today I have Andy. A.K.A. DJ Andy's Mobile Disco. How's everyone doing tonight? Yeah, it's <laughs> good. If the bride and groom can make it onto the dance floor. The buffet will be open <laughs> in 10 minutes. <laughs> That's actually the name you've put in on your uh, on the call as well actually. today. <laughs> well, hello, my good man. How are you? I am I'm very, very well. How are you? Yeah, you know, cracking on. A bit tired, but no better or worse than ever. Good to hear. Good to know. Got, got a little tickly bit in my throat, actually. Have you? I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm sure it'll be fine. He'll be yeah. good. Yeah, I can still taste. I can still smell. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so that's, a, and I'm not coughing. So all is good. <laughs> you keep holding on. The vaccine is coming. Yes. Yeah, I've seen the news. See what how that pans out. Yeah, although I think I probably we're in the lowest home groove, lowest end. So we probably won't see it for a couple of years. Oh, you mean in terms of like our categories? Yeah, our priority is low. Um, yeah. Yeah. Sure. That, well, that may well be the case, but we'll see how it goes. Indeed. I'll keep working on well, my obesity. <laughs> a bit of uh, a bit of COVID weight. Yeah, a bit of COVID weight on the front. Just start exercising. I had a double sausage and egg McMuffin brought to the door. Oh, the other day. very nice. The classy choice. Uh, yes. Yeah. Double sausage. Extra hash brown, of course. I had word on the grapevine is that the McRib is returning in December. I was never a fan, dude. Mate. Have you not seen that Simpsons episode? Nah. Yeah, I have seen the episode, yeah. I'm very much looking yeah. forward to getting me 18 McRibs. <laughs> There's a whole thing on Rick and Morty as well, isn't there, about the uh, the Sketch One sauce. Have you seen that one? No. There's just this whole thing about this sauce from McDonald's. That's a good one. Check it out. I will. Check, check, check it out. Check it out for fresh. Yeah. For, for fresh. So today's episode is on one subject and one subject alone. What's that? We're going to be talking. It's Dice Masters versus Cancer Special 2020, my man. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. Oh, yeah. But before we get into the meat of that, I'll follow the routine and ask you, what have you been up to in the last two weeks since we last recorded? Well, well, I played in the Dice Masters versus Cancer tournament. <laughs> hear more about that oh, yeah. later. And then the other games that you will see on the YouTubes is my preparation for it. So I played game with the team that I took uh, last week. Mm. And then the week before that, I had very similar team. But no, I went with Valindra Shadow Mantle in the end instead of the Growl. And I had the Growl in that one. But just you did prepping and practicing ready for the amazing tournament. Uh, and uh, not to give anything away, but I think it, it turned out quite well. Oh, well, save that. Save that good stuff for your tournament report. I will do. I will do. Save that good stuff for your tournament report, yeah. Other than that, I've not done a lot of non-Dice Masters gaming. Played some Apex with you, mm-hmm. which is exciting. Played some Apex not with you and got some wins. Don't know what that says. <laughs> and other than that, it's just been very boring and, and working away. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. I've been a bit off with Apex. I've not turned it on since I last played with you. Really? See, you need to yeah. get your little bit of practicing every every few days. Keep your eye in. I know, yeah. I have fits and starts. I get I overdo it and get bored. Yeah, I you get know? That. Yeah. Burn out with it and just be like, ugh, don't want to play it anymore. 
Yeah, that happens with a lot of things, isn't it? I've not had the Xbox on, barely, to be fair. I've not even been on my Viva Pinata working on my garden. You've done some half 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 stone. I have been playing stone. some Hearthstone, yes. That's it. Yeah, that's on the that's on the laptop, that is. Ah. Yeah. And you can are we, are we jumping over to my two weeks then? And you can check that out <laughs> on our Twitch channel, which is mod extra M O D X T R A. Mm, that's twitch.tv forward slash mod extra xtra oh do we get like a special url on twitch yeah you get one straight out the gate on twitch wow i didn't know that yeah not like youtube where you got to pass certain thresholds and all that malarkey so yeah i'm quite boring although i did watch rambo today well done thank you very much it, i thought it was the first one it wasn't the first one it was the most recent one i was like he looks really old for being quite an old film and it's really good quality but that was because it was only like a few years old oh uh, there's been another one since that one really was he out in Myanmar in the jungle in Myanmar yeah yeah uh, well there's been another one since where he's, he's back home in the states no way yeah and he's living on a farm and someone tries to get him for some reason so much <laughs> blood and guts it's unbelievable it, yeah it's gory isn't it there's a bit with a big mounted machine gun yeah well in the the uh, new new one or the new one the one you just watched. Yes, there is definitely one with a machine gun. It's just like, wow. That's, that's grim. Yeah. Visceral meat. <laughs> it's like a butcher shop. Anyway. Dice Great storyline as well. <laughs> I, can't, I can barely even remember what happened in it. Yeah, no <laughs> I just remember that mounted machine gun bit. No storyline. And I think uh, there's a, a bit with a machete that seems to spring live in my memory. Etched forever. Anyway, but that's me. Yeah. How about you, mate? Yeah, so di- I haven't played any Dice Masters other than the games with you on YouTube over the last two weeks. Dun, dun. Um, I, I, I didn't play in the Dice Masters versus Cancer event just because, you know, admin <laughs> and stuff. Yeah. Wanted to stay on top of all that. Um, so I didn't play in that. I've been, uh, Tuesdays are a bit of a challenge at the minute because uh, there's no after school. Anyway, there's a very long story, but I can't make Tuesday nights with the lads. That's the long and the short of that, at least for another two weeks, and then I should be able to. So I've not been playing any Dice Masters at all other than with yourself. Hey, We had a quick bl- blast on, say again? The best games. Oh, of course, absolutely. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't mean to suggest anything otherwise. And then, with the in, in the non Dice Masters game in front, as you've just noted, I've been on Hearthstone an awful lot lately. Actually, I've got the bug again. But like Apex, I'll probably bore of it in a, <laughs> in a couple of weeks, and that'll be that. I've um, just broken. I'm on Hearthstone Battlegrounds. I like the drafting uh, version of the game. I don't like the deck construction version of the game. And I've just broken the six. I'm in the six thousands now. In terms of my ranking, well done. Which took some grinding, but I'm happy with that. Yeah, uh, and then with the kids, we had a quick blast on Takinoko the other day. Ooh, you know, the, the panda pan- one, panda one that my little girl likes. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. the one. Very pretty game. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's very sedate, very easy going, not particularly challenging overall, um, but it it's nice for a quiet Sunday afternoon with a hangover kind of thing. You know. Yeah, I get that. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, I've been playing the game of online Christmas present shopping. Jesus Christ. I've not done any. Horrifying. I've only done a very little bit. Have you not? I got paid, and then it basically all went back out again. (laughs) 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 But we're getting there. We're getting there on the present front, and that's it. Really, really not very exciting at all. There you go, folks. The Ministry of Dice. Not very exciting at all. Yeah, I had hope maybe 
to be able to talk a little bit about Dark Phoenix Saga's release, but as of today, our day of recording, the estimated release date of the 2nd of December has not happened. <laughs> yeah. There was a post went up about hero clicks on WizKids. Oh, I thought that might have been them messaging me then. No. <laughs> no? <laughs> no, it's not. I'll mute my phone. Not Jay-Z. No, man, we had that falling out. Remember about that that bass beat on that tune, and he's never forgiven me since. It's only because he knows I was right. Not that, Jay-Z. Justin Ziran. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no, he's avoiding me as well, because I keep pecking his head about what's going on with uh, Dark Phoenix <laughs> release dates. <laughs> but yeah, didn't, uh, it's not arrived. There was a post on WizKid's social medias, about hero clicks and the House of X set that they've got due out on, which was I think the same day actually, the second of December, and they put a post saying the uh, logistics and COVID issues means it's getting pushed back to the thirtieth of December, so that's gone back a month. No post of that nature on the Dice Masters front, but I think it's safe to assume that whatever issues logistically are interfering with Hero Clicks's release are surely going to be affecting dice masters especially because we tend to be sort of you know prioritized far less often than hero clicks is so it's not landed boo oh well it'll be here soon enough yeah it'll come when it comes you know the doomsayers are out in force of course again we're all doomed it's over that phoenix saga hasn't landed they must be cancelling the game (laughs) you know yeah game's dead yeah it's dead it's over oh whiz kids they're so rubbish all right you know. I know. Never mind. Yeah. I mean, I'll be the first to complain about shipping delays, but this time around, I'm much more relaxed about it because um, it's not... This isn't the usual problem, although that this problem still exists, um, of the North American release and then us having a massive wait to see it in other parts of the world, which is... That's generally my com- point of complaint. This is, like, everybody, North America, Europe, doesn't matter where you are, there's logistics issues. And, uh, I mean, I'll give you an example. I pre-ordered the Marvel Smash-Up expansion, which was supposed to come out in August. Right. And we're in December now, and, it, and it's still not shipped. Shipping out. Yeah, Quite absolutely, literally. mate. So, uh, yeah, I genuinely don't think this sits at WizKids' doorstep, you know? No. And I happen to know they're having a few issues with personnel and stuff that's COVID-related too. So, you know... There'll be a shipping container somewhere in China, half full of Dark Phoenix, Dark Phoenix Dice Masters, the other half full of PS5s, and it'll be going nowhere. <laughs> so you can't get a PS5 for loving the money. I've been trying, and it can't. No, no, the Xbox Series X is the same. It's going on everywhere, and the time of year that it is too. So I think, uh, yeah. But the, the news is that Dark Phoenix Saga did not ship and is likely going to be delayed if I was a betting man, do I think it's going to be around the same time as Hero Clicks? Maybe. I think it might even be later, actually. Yeah, I wouldn't bank on seeing it before Christmas, that's for sure. No, no, absolutely not. So uh, there we go. So all all the content that we may have done on that subject, we haven't, we haven't really got, so no. that's that. A lot of Somalian pi- pirates. Nearly <laughs> yeah. Somalian pilots, that would make sense. So Somalian oh. pirates. Well, I, I'm confident they've got Somalian pilots also. Yeah. Pirates and pilots. Double-ended mm. attack. 
that's what's happened with Cleggy in the middle. Handfuls and handfuls. Is it master mould? Handfuls of master mould yes. dice. That's right, yeah. Whilst he shoots yeah. his AK-47 in the air. That's a true story. It's an Andy England guarantee right there. <laughs> right. Well, shall we uh, let the listeners know then what we're going to cover in this episode? Okie dokie. So as mentioned before, it's the Dice Masters versus Cancer special. The event took place this weekend, just gone on Saturday, the 28th of November. So we're going to, uh, Andy played, so we're going to get Andy's little tournament report piece. Yay. Find out about his experience, how he felt it went, what sort of teams he faced and, and such like. That should lead us into a bit of further discussion around the teams and, you know, what cards we saw and what was intriguing and curious and interesting. There's a few notable mentions that I think we should definitely point out. Definitely are. Um, uh, and then uh, a bit of a wider review of the event uh, at the back end there, just sort of talking about how much money we raised, a few thank yous and stuff that we really, really have to kind of get out there. And with all that said and done, that should take us to the conclusion of the episode. Certainly should. All right. So without further ado, let's get into it, shall we? Let's do it. Yes, well, welcome back then, folks. So let's start talking Dice Masters versus Cancer then. So if you are unaware, I'll do a quick rundown and then uh, I'll hand over to you, mate, to do your little tawny report. Oh, yes, please. Okay, uh, so if you if this is the first ever episode of the Ministry of Dice you're listening to and you don't know what we're talking about, I'll give you the rundown. We held a fundraising, a charity fundraising event called Dice Masters versus Cancer on Saturday, the twenty eighth of November. It was an online tournament, so we were playing using the old webcam and Google Hangouts setup with the ticket proceeds and additional donations going to the Gaming versus Cancer Initiative, which is a group we belong to that raises money for Cancer Research UK. UK, UK. We had... Th- 30, 30 players in total play at the end. There were 32 registered, but we had some last-minute dropouts, uh, which, you know, is what it is. Um, so 30 players played, which meant it took place over a five-round... Uh, five rounds of Swiss. We had players taking part across six different countries. Seven, seven. different countries. Seven, yeah. Uh, the UK, the US, uh, Canada, Hungary, Poland, France, and the Netherlands. So that was super great to see. Super great to see. Um, and it was a golden single affiliation event with a few additional restrictions, which is Possibly our favourite way of playing the game. Yep. And I think it showed because, well, well, there was a number of peeps that had not done it, done an online event before. Certainly not one that I've been to, which was amazing. So it did what we hoped, I think, was just to grab a few of those newbies and bring them into a slightly less competitive environment. Yes, and we had a couple of youngsters as well getting involved. Did we? Yeah, from the Clan Miller, Troy's lads played, didn't they? Wow, oh, lovely. Yeah, so we had, um, yeah, new to the online scene and a couple of young bloods in the mix as well, which was really great to see. We also had a little bit of a different way of doing the prizing, which I think is important to note because as we talk about, as we when we move on to talk about the types of teams that people were playing, I think the way we did the prizes kind of informed some of the teams that we saw in a in a way. So we should mention that too so we were doing a a raffle system you weren't raffles throughout the course of the event 
by uh, various activities that you can do in a round. Uh, a win would win you some tickets, but also the way you won would win you some tickets. So you'd get some raffle tickets for winning with direct damage, or you'd get some raffle tickets for winning with uh, combat damage, for example. There was also uh, a bonus set of raffle tickets for playing seven or less character cards so we had all these this kind of little list of achievements uh, that would earn you extra raffle tickets so that by the conclusion of the event everybody had a shot at taking home some of the swag the donated swag that we had given to us to support the cause yep i mean that if you won it didn't really matter you had more chance of winning something but you weren't going to walk away with all the cool stuff absolutely yeah absolutely uh, which and also i think it achieved one of the things that we wanted to achieve which was to encourage people to perhaps make teams that are a bit more obscure than usual uh, you know rather than just everyone rushing to a you know x-men hope jubilee professor x list or something yeah. you know what i mean or a pyota rasputin you know um ra rasputin that's what they would sing black widow serena and green goliath and and all that we oui. so that was the there's the rundown to to keep those who are unfamiliar with what we're talking about uh in the loop uh andy here took part in the event so we'll ask him shall we how did you find things my man yeah it's really good it was really good to see a variety of teams some quirky teams which we'll i'm sure we'll touch on later first off let me give you a rundown now if you have been watching our youtube channel you'll know what the team i ran because i've played it a few times although tweaked it here and there but for you solid podcast only folks out there um, I will give you a swift rundown of the team that I played, uh, which consisted of uh, the basic actions of Polymorph and Resurrection. Now, Polymorph, uh, you swap a fielded character with a non-NPC character from that player's use pile. Spin the character to level one. This does not trigger when fielded effects. And then the global is pay a mask. Spin one of your characters down a level to spin another character up a level. Uh, I use that uh, quite a bit. I do like it. It's good for not only attacking or bringing something in quickly into your field, but also for removing something horrible away from from mm. your from you by getting it out of your opponent's field because you can do it on either side. Uh, resurrection is basically just for the global, which is the res global once per turn pay a shield. Draw a die from your bag and place it in your prep area. Then the team itself, uh, I've got a one cost kobold, which is a swarmer which is a fist swarmer nice and quick with the one cost to just start churning them out. Monsters, by the way, was my affiliation, if you uh, if you didn't know. Uh, then um, it goes up, so that's a one cost. But then the next purchase cost I've got is a four, which I was a little bit worried about, but didn't really seem to him to me too much. Uh, and that is a green dragon, which is four cost fist with breath weapon one and some decently stats, six, six on his top end. Uh, the blue dragon, which again is a four cost, it's a bolt, uh, and that has got Breath Weapon 1 as well, but it has got a cheeky little ability, which I nearly always remember to do, which was while active, whenever you use an action dies ability, choose an opposing character. That character can't block this turn, so it's quite good for going to attack with the uh, Breath Weapon and anything with a big bum. You can use an action <laughs> dice to polymorph, as I was going for, uh, and then stop it from blocking your attack. A uh, couple of cards in to give me a bit of discount on buying dragons which is the half dragon whilst active he gives me one discount on purchasing dragons and also when active when you field a dragon deal one damage to your opponent which i mostly fail to do 
<laughs> yeah, you forget that all, all the, time. the time. I could have done loads of extra damage. I don't think it really made a difference, but yeah, I did forget that a lot. Uh, and then I felt like I was cheating when I used it because, like, I, I know I've been fielding all these dragons and not doing any damage, but I actually should have done. And so you have to take three damage, and it's like I'm not actually. <laughs> <cheating>. <laughs> Well, that's because you always you only remember when it's like right at yeah. the crunch moment well, where bleeding that extra bit of bit of stuff out of it, yeah, <laughs> and it makes it, it makes it count. Uh, so that's cool. And then silver dragon, which is a five cost mask, uh, and that's got breath weapon two, uh, and gives uh, dragons a two co- uh, energy discount on purchasing. So I was getting those four cost dragons for one, which helped when I didn't have any other small purchase cost kind of characters out there intellect devourer that was for the global once per turn you may move you can spin one of your character dice uh, your sidekick dice uh, to an energy face um, i had valindra shadow mantle one of my faves uh, with energy drain two and she gives your opposing non-evil characters minus one attack and minus one defense uh, and then the red dragon which i never bought but it was there. It's a seven cost bolt so it would bring it down to four with all the discounts mm. on there. I didn't bother buying him, uh, but it does have a very nice global, which is once per turn pay bolt. When you purchase your next action die this turn, it costs two less and you deal one damage to your opponent. However, totting up the damage I took from it, as opposed to what I gave from it, probably took more damage from that global than I gave away. <laughs> so that's Team so Monsters yeah. Dragons. I'll put the um, the videos up soon enough, but one of the things as I was streaming the games... I'd get distracted because someone would put a post on Discord that I needed to attend to or something, and then I'd come back and I'd be, oh, man, I think I just heard him said Red Global. Is that another damage? (laughs) So the live counters on the videos are all over the place, folks, all over the place. That was a a very uh, thorough run-through of your team. Thank you very much. Cool. Yeah, well, hopefully I didn't take too much time, but I I know that some people don't watch our YouTube channel. Don't know why. Really should. Uh, So that's a rundown (laughs) of the team. Now, games that I played. uh, Played five games and did pretty well. Was pretty happy with my overall performance. My first game was against Rob Pettifor. Now, we should all take a moment to appreciate Rob's <laughs> <Yeah>. team uh, <laughs> because it is mental. It's, it's a very complicated combo. I'm not sure. It's going to be very hard to describe in audio form, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's so complicated. Uh, so <laughs> his team consisted of just three cards. <laughs> which is a little bit cray-cray. Uh, however, it was uh, a solid team. In the end, this team did, uh, I think, two wins, three losses. Uh, and That's right, yeah. It did, I did beat Rob, but it was by no means a whitewash considering he only had one character card and two basic actions. Um, really was, wasn't was as, as, as clear-cut a win. I it. I was on the ropes for a while. Uh, the team of Robs was uh, Typhoid Mary, the rare red rubber boots. Red red rubber boots, yeah. Which is the Shriek-esque. The new Shriek. New Shriek. Uh, then the basic action Betrayal, which That's right. is deal one damage to target opponent for each character die in their field zone. If it's on a double burst. Um, you move it to prep. Yeah, you prep it afterwards. And then yeah. Web Blast, which I've I've never seen used before, which is a three cost, and it's deal two damage to not target non-Spider Friends character die with Underdog, which is what he was going for because he only had one character, uh, KO. Instead, you KO target non-Spider Friends character die. So he's looking for that to kind of keep the field low and then yeah, get rid of anything in particular that's nasty. Betrayal to do all the uh, 
the damage and typhoid mary as a the only affiliation with her she's the only one with hand affiliation that's right yeah yeah um, um, and he was just sorry buying up typhoid mary's and blanking integral cards wasn't he and just buying the second one and fielding it if he felt like he needed to blank something else. Indeed, it was a very good hand job. I don't. I'm not going to dignify that one. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, so that that went well. I, I was on the ropes. It, he did play it incredibly well. I did manage to uh, breath weapon and attack my way to victory in the end, as a true UK national champion would. Um, <laughs> on to the next game, and I played uh, Nick Nick Wally. Another good game. He was playing a what? What team was he playing? Yellow Lanterns. He was playing the Yellow Lanterns. It was the Yellow Lantern control team. Uh, which, again, I think I thought I'd lost. He thought he'd won. Uh, unfortunately. I managed to pull an absolute blinder out of my last turn to um, to, to kill him, uh, and he did fart around a little bit, trying to do some achievements and get some extra tickets on the board. <laughs> yeah. I haven't rewatched it, but I think I would have survived with one life left, even if he hadn't, uh, and uh, been able to swing through. But uh, nonetheless, I was on two life, I think, in the end, uh, and managed to uh, do the business, which was good. I enjoyed it. Great games as well. <laughs> lovely, both of them. Rob, he's, he was on the last episode. Lovely man. Nick, very nice to talk to. Very nice man as well. Should work for the AA. <laughs> he's a very nice man. He's a very, very nice man. Or was it RAC? Very nice man. No, it was AA. Um, no, it was the AA, yeah. Not Alcoholics Anonymous, but um, a breakdown company. The Automobile Association. Oh, it, so for our North American listeners, it would be, they call it AAA, I think, over there. Right, okay. Before before I get accused of of, of saying that Nick Wally's an alcoholic, because uh, I'm not, um, and it was very nice to that you can edit this waffly bit out. Uh, my next game uh, was against <laughs> Nope, <laughs> Jay Lucero. Yeah, a well-known guy on the scene. Yeah, I've, I don't think I've ever spoken to him before, so it was nice to nice to speak to him. Uh, I'm trying to... Justice League. He was running a Justice League list. Oh, yeah. The roles were not with him. I think if the roles were with him, it may have been a different story. Uh, however, dragons, in it. Um, <laughs> I think he had one turn where, where I'd knocked out everything and he could get roll everything in. And what Chris usually does in those situations is roll every single character and then just like pile on through. Uh, but I think he he got one out of the six or seven or whatever it was characters that were there uh yeah the corner cornerstone of his team was that batman wasn't it um plays too rough the one that gets bigger when there's for the number of sidekicks in the field and jay got a little army of sidekicks together he had five or six at one point and in a crucial moment rolling his batman in where he would have a massive terrifying batman and you hadn't really built your field up at that point either he just whiffed it he did just whiffed it so yeah, that was uh, it was a good game as well, uh, but yet again, the Andy came victorious. Uh, <laughs> then it all come crashing down on game four, uh, which if I get to round four, that was against the Balage eventual winner Balage. Yeah, he's playing a 
Fiend's team. So Monsters, again, from the D&D IP. Uh, but he had a Fiend's team. And I thought I was quick of getting dragons at one cost and then being able to spam them. Uh, but the, yeah. the Fiends are super quick. And he was very well versed. You could He, he said that he played the team uh, when the Fiends kind of first came out, which would have been the um, Feral Under siege kind of time. Uh, and yeah, and yeah, he had all of his fiends. It felt certainly felt like all of them in the field really, really quickly. Uh, and then it was just a case of cloud kill, and uh, they all swarmed over to to kill me off. So that was a rather quick game uh, that he, yeah. he, uh, he handed me. But it was uh, it was cool. Again, I've I've heard of Balaj. I've never spoken to him, so that was again a joy, a joy to play against. Absolutely, and we should pause there as well, actually, to to point out that Balaj went on to win the event. He took the top spot. He was undefeated through all five rounds. So a quick congratulations to Balaj. Well done, my friend. Well done. Uh, a tremendous player, really well known in the, in the Central European scene. Uh, his first time playing online as well, which you know, warms my heart, really pleased that he chose our event to dip his toe in the water and try online play. But yeah, went on undefeated. Those fiends did very well on the day. Did very, very well on the day. Um, great team. Mm. And then my last game was against a lovely man called Rick. Rick, eh? Um, No, just Rick. Just, <laughs> just Rick. Uh, and his <laughs> team is... Oh my God, my brain. It, oh, he was um, uh, Imperium. So a mix of ultramarines and space wolves. That's right, yeah. Uh, and that was cool as well. Um, he got quite a few bits out. I think he was building towards uh, a board, uh, but the breath weapon kept him at bay. Uh, and yeah, I got into um, a bit of a routine and worked out my buy in order to to get the um, the quick half dragon and then the silver dragon so i was being able to buy a load a load of dragons and, and when i start buying like four four cost dragons in one turn it can be a little bit intimidating because i am intimidated <laughs> um, i think rick even said at one point he's like oh i'm, I'm about to get dragon to death <laughs> and he did and he did yeah so that ended me yeah. as four wins and one loss which for, for some god only knows reason puts me in fifth which is ridiculous like Fifth. Why is that ridiculous? Why is it ridiculous? Because I thought it was really good. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but there was there was five other players who got four and one. There was five other players that got four and one, which Andy Andy May took second place. He did. US correspondent Andy, uh, and then Whip It Good took third place. Whip it real good. <laughs> Whip it real good. <sighs> Push it. Oh, look. Duncan did well. Yeah, Duncan, um, Undercover Demon, came in fourth. And then uh, your good self in at fifth. And then Dana, General Nemesis, well-known on the scene for his win. Uh, where did it, Which one did he win now? Was it? It's a good one. EarthX Origins, I think. I think it was. Yep. Yeah. Uh, coming in at sixth place. So, but who cares? That doesn't matter. No. It's for charity, mate. Doesn't matter at all. <laughs> it's all to do with my butt holes. 
<laughs> yeah, you'd str- if there was someone out there that knows a bit more strength about schedule. challenge uh, than, than I do, why is strength and stre- strength of schedule labelled as buttholes? Buttholes. Well, it's but- buttholes. You have to butch pronounce holtz. it correctly. <laughs> Rip yeah. Thunderzone's rubber, buttholes. <laughs> yeah, there's no, there's no, you're adding T's and S's. Hi, I'm Butch <laughs> I like to go hunting and I live in the woods. <laughs> I cook my food yeah, on it's, open fire, Butch. I'm not, I'm not sure. We'll have to Google that. But yeah, it was your strength of schedule that, uh, that knocked you down in the end. But overall, fantastic time. I was quite excited that I did quite well. And the dragons, the bit of practice that I put in with the dragons over the last few weeks with with yourself, Chris, uh, on the YouTube's that's available on YouTube.com forward slash the Ministry of Dice. Uh, then uh, you know paid <laughs> off a bit. I knew my buy an order, and um, I had a great day. Really lovely. Everyone I played was amazing. Really nice people. Yeah, yeah, it was great actually. Everybody I spoke to uh, throughout the day. A lot of people I didn't get an opportunity to catch up with that I would have loved to have spoken to, but. Um, yeah, really, really great competitors. Everybody fully in the spirit of the thing in terms of uh, both the what we were there to do on the day, which was you know have a great event that was raising money for Cancer Research UK, but also the tone of the event. You know, that it was social, it was it was casual. Everybody was making janky lists and just trying out fun things or playing fun affiliations and stuff. So um, that was really brilliant. It was really good. Yeah, and I think that that would be a lovely moment there to pause and segue into a bit more discussion about the types of teams that people were playing and how it went overall. What do you reckon? Let's segue it. Let's segue it. Okay, then. On to the next segment, which is basically still this segment, but with a pause in the middle. Segue, 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 segue. Yes, well, welcome back then, folks. So uh, continuing our Dice Masters versus Cancer chat, but we're going to kind of, we've we've heard... Andy's kind of overview of his games and some of the, his team and what he encountered. We're going to kind of widen the view a little bit now and talk about the event overall and talk a little bit uh, about some of the teams that were going on. So I'll reiterate, it was Golden Single Affiliation. I'll ask you, Andy, actually, to see if you can guess, which affiliation do you think had the most teams in the event? Was it Justice League? It was not. Justice League had, did have three teams, though. More than three. Uh, mm. Was it Monsters? No, but Monsters did have four teams in the mix. More than four? Mm. X-Men. It was X-Men, that's right. There were five X-Men teams in play. But if I just kind of run you very quickly down the list to give you a sense of the variety of affiliations that were selected, uh, X-Men at the top there, Monsters, Spider-Family, Exiles, Space Marines, uh, which Imperium, uh, Yellow Lanterns, Justice League, the Avengers, the Justice Society of America, well done, Jordo, respect, uh, Bat Family, uh, the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants, the Hand, Mystics, and the Black Order. Wow, that is cool. That is cool, yeah. That's uh, quite a broad mix there. Uh, in terms of which were most frequently featured, X-Men at five, Monsters at four, uh, Space Marines at four, very closely followed by Justice League and Spider Family with three teams apiece yeah i'm surprised with that many monsters uh because i picked it because i've never seen any in a single affiliation but i suppose the addition of trouble in Waterdeep uh, has given us three sets in a campaign box and associated team packs um <laughs> That's right. from. so there's quite a, a good card pull uh to pull from so that's cool x-men expected 
Avengers expected. I am surprised, nay, I am shocked that there wasn't a Guardians of the Galaxy team. No, I mean, there are a couple of notable affiliations missing. Uh, Just to focus on the uh, X-Men and the Monsters for a minute, uh, and then we'll we'll have a, a little chat about that because that's a good point you make there. Um, I think that there's a couple of things you're looking for when you're building a team. Um, one of the challenges that I often face with single affiliation teams is that there's great cards, but your ramp solutions to cover the purchase costs and fielding costs of those great cards can be a bit of a challenge. And I think both uh, X-Men and the Monsters have really good native built in like you were using the half dragon for example for discounts and the silver dragon for discounts x-men obviously comes with loads of great rampy solutions the least of which is the phg global hmm. the monsters fiends team that balaz was playing again it, it, you know tribally discounted itself yeah just so i think as well does that with not so much but with the aquaman and one aquaman yeah yeah yeah, absolutely. So I think that may be somewhat informing those decisions. I could be wrong. I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm guessing and trying to read the minds of the players. And of course, get in touch with us, folks, and let us know what did drive your decision there. So I think I think that might be why X-Men plus Monsters and X-Men. What's really interesting, I've, I've had a bit of a closer look at the team lists and all five of those X-Men teams were, uh, I mean, obviously there were cards that appeared on on one or two of them but largely speaking the way they were looking to win the game and what the team was trying to do was different in all five of them and uh, same again with the monsters the even though it was the monsters affiliation they were sort of constructed a little bit differently or trying to achieve things in different ways so i I think that's also fun because it's indicative of how big the card pool is for both those affiliations and how much sort of personal choice and variety there's available yeah you know cool. yeah so that's just something i wanted to point out uh, uh, space marines I, i'm not sure why space marines were so popular you you had a theory it was because one of the achievements was to use uh, was to kill um four characters i forgot what it was four characters, four characters in one, in one. yeah so people were looking at things like the the deadly the range that yeah. comes with the imperium there's some good which, cards which, again well, maybe the case fair uh, there are some good cards. I mean, range is obviously a inherent keyword, uh, but they do synergize really well with each other. They do kind of give each other buffs and discounts, etc. Um, and they're quite cool. And obviously, they're they're obviously they're just in the one box, well, one box and associated team packs. So, so you know, if you can kind of just grab it out of one one box without you know, with the X Men, you got all the different choices. You got people who can go back to PXG or whatever, uh, but as a, a budget level, I don't know the reason behind it, but obviously a budget level is there. Yeah. I think also Orbital Strike is just such a popular basic action for you know casual, silly fun. That, But it's obviously only in the 40K campaign uh, collector's box. So I think maybe there was a little bit of that going on as well. Yeah. People looking just to do some mad rolling using their orbital strikes, which is admittedly super, super fun. Yeah, I thought there would be a venerable dreadnought, but I'm just having a skim through now, and I can't. I don't think they actually had it on their team. No, there was a lot of range around, but not the venerable dreadnought itself delivering the range. I oh, know there's one uh, who had that. Super K had venerable dreadnought. 
Yeah. But even without it, a lot of the cards are loaded up with yeah. range already, aren't they? Yeah. Yes, they've already got it. So I suppose um, you don't need to give it to others when it's already got it itself. Yeah, absolutely. But I'd say that if you did play the Warhammer 40k, we'd love to hear from you. Let me know what your thinking was, where you, where your head was at when it came to choosing that. Uh, I suspect they'll come back and say it's because of Orbital Strike, but there you go. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, just a couple of notes there that I had off the the popular teams. But you you mentioned Guardians of the Galaxy just then as kind of one you were surprised not to see. I was also a little surprised not to see any Teen Titans or any Legion of Doom. Yeah, the Teen Titans have been strong. Yeah. Legion, you, you played me against one week with a Teen Titans team, which did really well. Uh, Legion of Doom. I know less about the Legion of Doom. I'd have thought that there wasn't, because of the lack of choice, it wouldn't have been as popular, but I think there must be some really strong cards in there. Uh, there is some really strong cards, uh, the least of which is Black Manta, Deep Sea Deviant. <laughs> yeah, I know which, that one. Uh, Season players will be very familiar with with that card. It's uh, it does uh, damage to your opponent when a villain is KO'd equal to uh, the number of villains that you have, which can catch up real real quick. And in the Legion of Dune, you've got a self KOing character in one of the Poison Ivies from the Justice Campaign box, who I'm I'm blanking on all of a sudden. Her subtitle red. No, it's not red. That was for, she was in the um, Harley Quinn team pack, wasn't she? Poison Ivy plants. It'll and come stuff. to me in a minute. Poison Ivy plants and stuff. <laughs> it's um, let me hang on. It'll come to me. Criminal, criminal because of love. I cannot confirm. Joe plays it a lot. Journey plays it a lot. Well, what she does is when, when she's fielded, you can KO a character you control, including herself. She can self-KO. And then when you do, uh, she does damage equal to the character die you KO's level to the opponent and to all the dice on their side of the field. Ew. Yeah. So I'm quite surprised that a deep sea deviant poison ivy combo didn't turn up. But I wonder again if we'd made it very clear that we wanted this to be you know, casual fun. We wanted people to have, you know, play a good chunk of their 45-minute round and not be annihilated too quickly, whether people went, well, okay, the Legion of Doom, that combo is not in the spirit of the event. But is it that strong? I mean, every affiliation has got their strong cards. Every affiliation, well, you know, other than the hand, which is just one card, although it is a super, super strong one. You know, without all the other bits from all the other set of uh, IPs, is it that much stronger than my dragons doing the business? Or well, I mean, well, we we don't know, do we? Because nobody nobody came with one. But um, I'm just hypothesising as to why what what the reason we didn't see one was. I think you're the Titans. You're right. It's about the card pool size. You know, the Titans only really have kind of one win condition that is. The Raven, uh, not Raven, sorry, Starfires. Yeah. Um, and there's a couple that can deliver damage there. Also, I wonder if people thought that cards like Cassie Sandsmark and uh, Raven, Rare Raven, Astaroth, Zentrios, Zinthos, whatever it is, um, that, that type of control is just too oppressive for the event. And maybe again, people went, it's not in the spirit of it. Yeah. Let's put that to one side. The Guardians is a surprise, though. I'm surprised there wasn't at least one Guardians of the Galaxy team. Yeah, no, me too. I, I agree with you on that front. Yeah. 
I'd quite like to have yeah. a, a Guardians team. I've not done one before. Yeah. There's um, loads of different wind conditions, though. That was really super fun to see, all the different wind conditions that people were running. A, a lot of variety, like I say, even, even though there was a couple of repeats of affiliations that people were playing, even within those, there was lots of uh, fun uh, mixing and matching going on uh, around how they put the team together. Great to see some more obscure affiliations like uh, the Exiles, the Justice Society, um, the Mystics, Black Order. Black Order. Yeah, really great to see some of those in the mix as well. Uh, again, they've got strong cards, but they're, they're just ill-served by the size of the card pool. But by putting that achievement in place, I think what we managed to achieve <laughs> uh, was saying seven or less cards meant that you could feel more free to look at those smaller card pool affiliations knowing that even if someone else was looking at a larger card pool affiliation there was a chance they were going to you know give themselves a, a handicap by reducing the size of their team to get the achievement which which many people did in fact there was yeah. quite a few x-men teams justice league teams avengers teams warhammer teams that were built with seven characters even though there was a big enough card pool to make an eight team because as we all know dice masters players love to find a loophole and try and fly right through it <laughs> uh, the achievements was definitely something that i was pleasantly surprised to see how many people were taking uh, them on board uh not only with like having seven cards on their team or, or sometimes less uh, but also with the way that they directed themselves to either be combat damage or direct damage for the yes. um, the achievements that you know now the achievements I, th I think you wanted them to be win with direct, only direct damage or win with only combat damage but it didn't say that so i don't think we stuck to it particularly uh and if you only did direct damage or combat damage you got an extra ticket um but people were gearing their teams towards one or the other uh, in order to get their extra tickets come the uh, the end of their game yes yeah absolutely which which was fine you know yeah um which is fine so uh all in all i think the achievements were worked although i think uh, for next time if we use a method of that nature just need to kind of tighten up on those achievements a bit more sort of how they're expressed and how well people can understand them at the outset of the event and then also i need to figure out a better way of tracking them as they're coming in <laughs> yeah or you know or you know people just need to pay attention to simple instructions <laughs> oh <Harker. laughs> yeah yeah, that that was a bit of a frustration. It was good though. I mean, it was it. I think we'll. I think that will definitely. I'll definitely push for us to do uh, achievements again because uh, they definitely worked. And um, you know, see how far we can we can push you guys uh, in how you build a team and, and what its plans are and what you're going to do with it. Because uh, you know, we can make some proper crazy achievements. Uh, to really kind of push you guys to uh, to how you're playing your game and change what you want to do. Yes, yeah. Well, overall, everything ran smoothly. We were we were good and on time. Everybody was very well behaved. All reports have been extremely positive from sort of player attitude and the the fun factor, which yeah. we're really pleased to hear. But we, we were there for a reason. Uh, should we? I think we we should take a moment to talk about how that element panned out, shouldn't we? Yes, we should. Have you got a overall total? No, I don't right now. No. no, but I've done I've done some back of a fag packet maths, and I th I can I'm happy to announce a rough figure. 
And so to, to explain that, we the funds were being raised across a couple of different sources. So we have the ticket entry, which was collected through the, the Challenge Swiss management system. We then had the GoFundMe for additional donations and for some uh, funds that were coming in from uh, additional sources, like Stuart did a, 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 a a sketch art card for us and auction that off and relentless nettles did some dyed dice and some dice tower stuff and uh, we had some people who just chose to make extra donations and the quiz as well people making extra donations to enter the quiz uh, and then some people had some problems using challenge and had some problems using the gofundme for a variety of reasons so they ended up paying their money um to me in all sorts of weird and wonderful ways <laughs> so i've got uh, basically i've got it all over the place i've done i've clicked the button on everything on monday morning and started drawing it all down but uh, in this day and age I, I keep saying it some of this stuff they're like five to seven day wait which i can't get my head around honestly in this day and age but there we go However, I've I've run through the numbers as they are recorded on the apps and what have you that I've been using to track all this stuff, and I'm pretty confident we've broken seven hundred pound. Seven, yeah. Congratulations, well done, everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ryan sent me over. It depends on the exchange rate as well, because some of the stuff was obviously paid with international funds, right? Um, but Ryan sent me over the total that he's drawn down for the ticket sales. I've been through and checked all the funds raised from the additional donations and from the auctions. And I've taken those two numbers and then all the little scrappy little bits that came into me in different ways. I just added them up and we've broken £700. It may come in a, a bit under that, um, like I say, depending on exchange rates and stuff at the time. But wow. Yeah, we've we've done really well. That is great news. I wasn't expecting it to be that high. Uh, Keep your ears peeled for our next episode and we will confirm that figure. I think hopefully in the next couple of weeks you should be able to do that. But yeah, well, yeah, well done, everyone. Should Thank you. Set to, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tremendous. Uh, on the on the subject of thank yous as well, it'd be, uh, we'd be remiss not to point out a few uh, thank yous that I think we should definitely put out there. So I'll start with the prize donations we had a number of individuals donators prizes individuals or organizations i should say donated as prizes to help us generate interest and get players involved so a quick thank you goes out to WizKid games uh, patriot games element games and level up games for their contribution to the prize pool as well as a few uh, individual contributors to the prize pool uh, so thank you troy thank you lonnie for the awesome awesome um thor playmat design uh, thank you, Randomu on Discord, and thank you, Chris Green, for all your contributions to the prize stuff. Yeah, uh, well, thank you to Stuart, the heist card that he's got on eBay. My highest bid wasn't high enough, uh, but it's a, <laughs> a cracking card. I love the, what he's doing now with the full art, so he's covering up the text, uh, a bit like the full arts that we're getting now in these uh recent sets and then kind of extending on the artwork and making them a full card which are beautiful and that heist one is very very nice indeed uh, and also yep. the relentless nettles and your dyed dice yeah amazing that's right 105 pounds from from mike there for Fantastic. his dyed dice it's a new career um, for you mate Absolutely, yeah. So thank you so very much. A, a tremendous contribution. Uh, a quick thank you to uh, Jordo for his help with some of the graphics and internet stuff. Well, and also a massive thank you needs to go to Ryan from Chris and Rob's, Rob's game room. Chris and Rob. Game room. 
Chris and Gob, yeah. Um, CR Game Room, who uh, is just getting all this kind of challenge tournament organization stuff down to an absolute fine art. And I'd have been lost on the day without him. So, Ryan, a massive thank you, even though I still think you look like a rehab stone cold Steve Austin. <laughs> Then I should also thank the uh, Dice Masters versus Cancer Choir, of course. Mm. <laughs> Which is Jordo again, Troy again, Super K, Ronathan, Mike Ingledew, Jocelyn, and of course yourself, Mr. England, for your contribution to our Dice Masters versus Cancer charity single. And you, and a bag of cats. <laughs> It's beautiful. It's angelic, and you should all go and check it out. And then once you've checked it out, make an additional donation. And if I, if the additional donations are big enough, I'll consider never playing it again. <laughs> <laughs> right, where's that link? <laughs> so there we are. Uh, and then uh, in terms of additional donations, there were just too many people, and, and quite a few of them came in anonymous. But certainly we can drop a thank you out to uh, Nick, Andy, uh, Kim, Stu, Peter VDV, Dana, um, a guy called Ryan, a random guy called Ryan, um, for all their additional donations. Oh, and Stephen um, for their additional donations. And Mike Werner, they were unable to play but wanted to contribute anyway, and you guys are fantastic for doing so. And let's not forget, speaking of cats, he's as mad as 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 a cat, Um, Alex Dickerson, who was, every time he did a breath weapon, he would do a donation and take a shot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which, you know, fair play to the lot. Yeah, and, and it didn't affect him at all. Certainly when he wasn't spamming his YouTube channel link in our uh, uh, <laughs> our award ceremony at the end, I, could, I can definitely say that the drink did not affect him at all. <laughs> so there we are, ladies and gents. That brings us. I don't think there's anything more to say on Dice Masters versus Cancer, but we are considering it a marked success. Definitely, and we'll let you know the final total when when all that comes together and we get the check drafted up and sent over to Dice Masters versus uh, Gaming versus Cancer themselves. Yeah, we have to let them um, know what we've done. So the question is next year. So the vaccine is on its way. We're all going to be completely COVID protected uh does that mean we'll be able to do face to face next year or should we all bring our laptops with us and we can all play face to face and online at the same time well i don't know man i mean that would be weird wouldn't it all sat around <laughs> in in the gaming versus cancer tournament uh with our computers I'm, ignoring each i mean after looking at after looking at the funds we've managed to raise playing online next year may be more viable <laughs> in terms in terms of you know raising cash than the face to face event yeah oh, i suppose maybe we could we could maybe both we could, we could do both let us know what you think we obviously want to do something that's popular uh the event i mean we're assuming the event will happen next year we've got a year uh but then six months ago we were saying well, well be all right in six months so we, we obviously don't actually know. Uh, but assuming that that's on again, it would be very much to meet some of these people. Maybe not Alex, but um, most of these people. <laughs> uh, only joking, mate. Um, in the flesh again and, and seeing our friends and gaming compatriots. Ooh, nice. Um, mm, yeah. But, you know, will, will we ever? Is this now, you know, where we all just stay in our homes forevermore? 
Well, that's to be seen, but we'd we'd love to get your thoughts. If if you folks are interested and willing and getting involved in a similar fundraising event next year around the same time in the uh, sort of back end of the year around November, uh, well, maybe if we're doing the face-to-face event, if that takes place in its normal date in November, maybe we'll have to move it around. But uh, let us know if you would like to contribute and get involved and do something again. I think we should all be very proud of the contribution that the Dice Masters online community has made to such a great cause. Defo. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we should wrap it up there. I'm looking at the timer. We've been rambling on for a while now. Yes, we have. We're going to do an outro. Yeah, we'll move on to the outro. Outro. Well, there we are then, folks. As all things must, this episode of the Ministry of Dice has come to an end. We hope you enjoyed listening as much as we enjoyed recording it. And we did. And we did, absolutely. A few of our cheesy plugs to round it off. I've started my Dice Masters 2021 preview series over on YouTube, and I would really love it if if, if, uh, if you've not taken a look at those yet. You go over and do have a nosy. I'm taking each of the 2021 Dice Masters releases that have been announced one by one, taking a look at the solicits information, and then also getting into that speculation game, looking at the comic book lore and speculating over what characters we might see in those sets. And I'd like you to play that game with me. So please do check those out if you get a minute. And once you've finished watching those, you can flick over to MOD Extra on the YouTube channel uh, and check out our vodcast, which is on every other Monday that this doesn't come out. Uh, and it's about all other things, nerdy and geekery uh, that you may like, or you may not, but check it out because I've got yeah. an inkling from my statistics here that the people who listen to this podcast don't, and you should, because it's really, really good. And then subscribe and like, and do all that other stuff on the YouTube as well. <laughs> Please like us please and then next date in the diary folks don't forget january the 16th is breath weapon x fest the lads came on and told us all about it in our last episode it's going to be um a online event taking place over the old tinter webs um their website is up and running they mentioned they were going to get it up and running in the last episode it's breathweaponx.wordpress.com so keep your eyes peeled on there for further information about the event Indeed. And if you want to see the teams that played in the Dice Masters versus Cancer event, you can check those out on BritRoller6.com. And uh, yeah, you can see the three card Rob Pettifor team. You can base, but bask <laughs> even, not based, but bask in the glory <laughs> of my Monsters Dragon team and check out all the other cool singular affiliation teams there. And you can try them out yourselves. But it take a long time to base the dragon. It would take a long time to base the dragon. And what would you base you it take in? Take all the scales off first. Hot sauce, I suppose, would be the obvious choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some, yeah, something with a bit of kick, you know, a bit of flavour. Flavour, flav. <laughs> all right, we better stop this now. We're, we're starting to lose our those marbles a bit. I've been Chris, aka Drew Mister Six, and I've been Andy, aka. The lyrical Jesse James. <laughs> to our folks, let us know what you'd base the dragon in. <laughs> Keep it clean, though. It's Dice Master's time, and there's no need to be afraid. On the 28th, All your characters must
affiliate. And in a world of Becky, we can spread a smile of joy by betting all the cards that we don't like. Come out and play. It's on for a greater cause. Play Dice Masters is raising money for cancer research. There's a world outside the meta, and it's a world of dusty cards. Just sitting in your binder, not being used for years. It's time to get those cards out and play some themey fun. Well, tonight let's fill our bags and roll some dice. And there won't be any god catchers at this event. Becky Lynch is out and so is Thor. Pick your favorite team from your favorite movie scene. For the Dice Masters V Cancer Tournament. No villains, but you can play Brotherhood. Try turtles and you'll have five characters. Dice, Dice Masters, Masters V Cancer Tournament. Raise some cash for charity. It's Dice Masters. Let's raise some cash for charity. It's Dice Masters. Let's raise some cash for charity. Let's see if we've got some auto tune or some shit. <laughs>